God's beauty is shown in our ugliest moments. And that's what I call a masterpiece. Your next move be your best move on God. That's for real like the Neptunes on God. No ego, cause I gotta say God like the Migos on God. It's the best move if you ain't talking about that. God bless you on God. Like an ego, cause I gotta say God like the Migos. Fam, lamb, fam, lamb. What up? 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 <laughs> welcome to God Made Dirt the podcast, or shall I say, welcome back, man. It's you. Uh, you are now rocking with two of God's Made Dirt, man, and that's me, Marcel B the MC, God Made Dirt uh, on God Video. Shameless plug. Make sure you go check that out. Um, and then the code breaker himself, Tarmel Daniel, man. What up, bro? Yo, yo, what's happening, man? It's me and you. Let's do it. You know what it is. So we we gonna, we gonna be straight transparent, transparent off top, man. The enemy tried to do everything he could to stop us from doing this catch up episode, man. You know, you know what's crazy? He's actually been he's actually been on that same task since we started. Yo, God made dirt. True story. Um, you know, and it's funny because. When we first started God Made Dirt, we didn't have our studio yet. Um, now we got our own podcast studio. Shout out to Ambassador Studios. You know, you know what I mean? Ambassador with the M, not the A. Right. Ambassadorstudios.com. You can check us out and, and book and come in and do your own thing. But what's crazy is from the very beginning, bro, now I probably have done 30 podcasts now. Right. Right. Like 30 of them. None of them is this tough. Right. No, none of them. So it's got to be something in this message, man. So I'm going to let you get into it because I know I, I tonight I was like, I don't care about the malfunctions, even if it turns into a call in only. The people need this, so the people going to get it tonight. For so let's sure, for sure, man. True, hey, true story, all facts, man. Look, you know, y'all know it's the podcast where we have real conversations behind the curtain of religion. The stuff that the, the church is too religious to talk about or the world is, you know, scared to talk about. We're going to talk about it. Y'all know what we do, man. So we're going to hop right into it. So as we catch up off top, because we ain't going to be with y'all long, man. We want to just get in, get out, because this mm -hmm. is just the beginning for the ramp up. You dig the reboot. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And I, I do want to say shout out to Nice Media. Uh, that's family to us. And they actually helped us make this a real thing you dig so shout out mm -hmm. to peaches shout out to pastor b um you know that's fam over there you dig um, yeah, and, and we still tag and we still tag teaming and we're gonna combine it and put it all together and still make it super dope yeah for sure for sure for sure for sure still gonna collaborate and partner up so man what you been up to bro you already said you've been you know 30 podcasts what else been going on bro you know that's it man i've you know god made it possible for me to hop into my lane really full time, you know, just creating and putting things together and producing opportunities for others, man. So I'm finally like, you know, stepping into where I need to be on a full time basis. So that wrap up has just been crazy, bro. That's fire, bro. That's fire. And, you know, if if anybody that knows us know that we usually we collaborate on just everything. So, you know, I know what you've been up to, you know, but I definitely right. want the people to know that, man. And you know, it's it's just been dope to see you uh, step into that place of dominance, um, and and to dominate at providing opportunities for others is truly a gift. You know what I'm saying? That's fire. You know what I'm saying? That's that's real fire. Well, so you know, it's not us dominating; it's us walking in Him, 
faith, you know what I'm saying? Just just 100% faith. And so when you do that, he always show up. And matter of fact, if you're walking in something and it don't feel too big, then that means you're not walking in him. It needs yep. to feel so big that you know it can't be you. Yep. Period. It gotta, you know, it gotta it gotta uh, strike fear off top. Like yep. if your dream doesn't scare you, it's not big enough. Yeah, no, it's gotta test you. It's gotta make you feel like, can I do this? Yep. You know what I'm saying? Even sometimes two, three times a day. Yeah. That's how big it's supposed to be. Yeah, that's crazy, man. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Um, man, me, man, um, you know, along the same lines, um, I feel like, uh, this year was the year for me to take my creativity and just hit another level more than just being an artist, but being able to spread my creative insight across multiple lanes, you know, being able to replicate it. If I could develop a formula for the creativity and it be able to replicate that's when I'm truly being creative, you know? So um, it's almost like, you know, my, my, uh, the fact that I'm in the teaching ministry, right? So it's like the creative side combined with the teaching ministry. And it's been that for me, man, you know, um, it's, but it's been an uphill battle, man. Like, you know, for me personally, man, um, like my, my wife, my wife lost her favorite aunt a little over a week ago, about a week and a half ago. Um, Rest in peace, Aunt Lynn. And then we just learned last night that my mother-in-law lost her dog, uh, Lucky. Um, so that's all within a week, you know. So so Man. when it says that, you know, that persecution comes with the hundredfold and trials and tribulations, man, it's, you know, it's a real thing, you know. Um, as you walk through and get breakthrough and hit new levels, you know what I'm saying, it's, it, you, you are not immune to tragedy and heartache and 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 struggle you know those those things um happen you know um let me, you know, let me ask you a question then because i know what i understand is like even in this season it's a season of celebration and family but a lot of people struggle during this season um yeah. you know because it brings about a lot of sadness so spiritually how are you guys doing through this season um so so if it's it's fun all right so I'll, let me walk you through it so to me this started about two years ago when our son um was shot in in the hospital for about 85 days right he was in icu icu for like over 60 days right so um when that happened to him i felt like that was the most my faith was ever tested but it really just grew me. It, it pulled me closer to God. Right. Because yeah. even during that, I, I read um, I read uh, man, the book by Bishop uh, by uh, T.D. Jakes. Oh, man, I cannot remember the name of the song. Of is, the book, is, it right? the is it the, the crushing? Is it the crushing? The crushing. Thank, crushing. Thank I remember. The crushing. I started that book during that time. OK. Right. And I yeah. finished it during that time. Okay. So it gave me clarity on what life's crushing does to you right so it prepared my heart and my mind and my spirit for any just crazy time right so if you fast forward this was before the pandemic right so fast forward the pandemic and you know seeing my family lose close ones during to COVID and seeing you know what happened you know with our family members and so for me spiritually I don't feel like I've been rocked, right? Not not okay. 
me specifically, but I'm, but I, I, you know, I, it's not, I'm not being arrogant, but I'd like to say I'm different than most, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not a lot of stuff that can just shake me. Yeah. But Especially, I think, so it sounds like though, and correct me if I'm wrong, he yeah. taught you your, your weather in the storm zone yeah. during that time. That makes yeah. sense. Yep. He gave but, me perspective on it before it really hit, right. It had hit, it had hit the fan, but he yep. gave me perspective to know that it, there's more there's there's right. all gonna it's always gonna be more so it can it can make me it, it would give me the ability to be the anchor in a family when needed okay you know okay um, and that's now, that's fair that's fair but the thing to be you got to be careful of is also knowing when the anchor also needs to grieve or hurt yep. or go through your process as well you know yep. what i mean sometimes as men we're just so busy trying to make sure that we're that anchor or that beacon of light or really just unemotional is what it turned out to be. Like, yeah. how can we just be so solid that everybody, yeah. how can we be the land that our family stand on? You yeah. get what I'm saying? And, yeah. um, but we gotta be careful. I, I, I personally feel like we need to also feel, um, yeah. if not, we're going to explode, bro. We're going to yeah. explode. Yeah. Cause I mean, I tell you, man, at first I felt, you know, due to my role as the anchor, I felt like I couldn't, I didn't have the space or time to grieve and over okay. any of this. And um, I can count. So I think, and it's crazy, I just thought of this. I think I cry meticulously, right? I even have an approach to my crying. Yeah, you, know uh, you sound like a robot, bro. I know. And, and I'll be honest, I, I am robotic in a lot of ways. You know what I'm saying? Um, but like, so at the funeral, right? And now keep in mind, it's anchor, 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 right? I'm anchor, yeah. anchor mode. Yeah. Whoever need me, somebody fall out, I'm gonna catch them. Somebody need a shoulder, I got them. Um, right. But when I walked in the, the in the in the funeral in the um, the funeral home, and I saw her, and that's when it hit me, because it got so real. It got so real in yeah. that moment. But even in that moment, it was still a suppressed. It was a suppressed grief, right? Um, and so, but I, you know, still walked through it. Now, this past Sunday, now these are the moments that I cry recklessly. Mm -hmm. It's during church or just a moment with God. And it, and it don't be, I just, I'm just not a big on crying out of sadness. I, I mainly cry over moments with God when he's showing me, yo, I got something for you. Okay. I'm drop this on you. That's what really overwhelmed me because I feel so unworthy, and he's still like, "Yo, but but trust me, I, I I'm, I'm gonna drop this on you." You know what oh, I'm wow. saying? Okay. And, okay. And that, that's that's you know those so those so this grief isn't it it, it 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 doesn't turn into me holding in grief or suppressing grief. It turns into a real moment with God. Where he's like, "Yo, I know you're going through it, and you not once." raise your name you know your mouth against me you never you never try to forsake me with your mouth you never try to uh you never show disbelief and and yeah. i almost feel like you know it's, you know when we reach that moment he's like yo i got you you know what i'm saying so yeah no um, that's that's a that's a dope perspective because you know he, he he do has us in and right now it seemed like a moment when the country need him the most again because man the pandemic ain't going away man like yeah. I really don't want to talk about it a whole lot, but man, yeah, man, what do you think um, of this new variant, man. I mean, I'm looking at this and I'm like, jeez. So, 
man. Um, I'm crying. So I'm yeah, Right, right. So I was that was the, I was about to say that. I, I only crime only. Right, and it's always these crazy names that they give to it. Like Omnicrom is supposed to be some alien that never touched it. I haven't really read much too much into it yet, and I'm guilty of that. Like, so another transparency moment. When this pandemic first hit, me and you like went back and forth because oh, yeah. I underestimated it, and you were like, "Nah, you uh, you really need to take this serious." And I was like, "Man, you know." And here we are, two years later, right? And we still That's we still experience. I would have never thought it was going to be this long. I'm going to tell you that. Yeah. yeah it's definitely right. tested everything in me, though. You know, um, yep. some days I feel like the rapture is gradually happening. Sometimes I feel like the vaccine is the mark of the beast. Right. 5G. I just spent my time being every single person in this scenario you can be, man, to yep. Republican, to Democrat, to because it's everything. It's literally... I've never seen something test us on so many levels all at once. Yeah. Um, it's changing the way we go to school, changing the way we work. Um, it's it's changed everything, and I think it's changed everything forever, to be honest. So yeah, and you, and these it's crazy. This one, like you said, is everything, and it could split households at different points. You know whether can you, you guys hear me? Yeah, we can. BK, what up? Look what it is? Oh Look my gosh! I didn't. I'm over here listening to you guys talk, and I'm like, they can't hear me. Damn it. <laughs> well, welcome to God Made Dirt, BK, right. baby. BK, we live. What up? I'm back. I'm back. There it is. There it, there is, it is, man. See, there it is. So like we was telling y'all, we have been experiencing technical challenges today. Like this, this software that we use to do this, we've done, we've used this thing a million times and have never had issues. Um, using it well not never i say it's been quite some time and we had them today but we definitely glad to have you on bk they can hear you they can't see you but they can hear you and it's gonna be good enough for this episode because we got right, so, so we many gotta, more so we gotta call in we gotta yep. call in we ain't seen you in a minute you yep. traveled the world get us caught up where you've been what you've been up to since the last time we spoke okay well let me see i've been to Columbia, South Carolina. I've been to Paris, France. Uh, I've been to Cancun, Mexico. I'll be going to England in February. And then in April, I'll be on my way to Italy. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy, man. So what so so what what's up? Why are you traveling so much? What what's out there? I feel like he wants me to see so many different things. And it's been um it's been really amazing. Just because in my travels, I've realized just how much uh, we've been lied to as a people huh. in the United States. Huh. How and so? just how new the U.S. really is in comparison to other places. So let's get back to how we've been lied to. How so? Let's dig into that a little bit. What do you mean by that? As far as black people, we've been lied to. Okay. Hoodwinked and bamboozled. I'm telling you, it's not like that. It's not what they feeding us here is not the it's not the truth. It's not the real. Hmm. Huh, like so they're what's... making it seem like black folks and brown folks are minorities. And yes, here in the US we are. And they, they like to keep it that way. But when you start to travel, you realize, oh no, we're the majority. 
Mm. We're the majority in some other places that you go to. Race is not a thing. And like you can where? tell just by the in Paris for one. Okay. Paris, I was really surprised to see that race really was not a thing. The way that they look at you, the way that they talk to you. Race is like the last thing. You can see it in the way they communicate with each other out there. Wow. And social media is big here. Like every place I went to in Paris, there would be groups of people of all ages. They were not on their phones. Their mm. phones could be on the table next to them in their purse or whatever. It would ring. They wouldn't even bother to answer it. They're really like just talking to each other, enjoying the moment, living in that experience. And everything else just kind of fades in the background. And mm. I'm like, whereas here, we're constantly on our phones. You'll see us on our phones more out at a restaurant than any place else. And it's like we're not talking to each other. It's like we're constantly trying to get to the next best thing or mm. the next thing coming. And there, it's like they're living in the moment. Huh. It's, wow. It's I'm really so, different. So let me ask you this. Now that you've had this, because I know traveling really expands the mind right and now that you've been exposed to more has it changed your faith in you mm, that's a great question yeah it's actually strengthened my faith it's made me just realize like what he tells us is real it's true and out here in the u.s i've never met more people who were faithless hmm. like they didn't practice religion or anything like that they're kind of like just giving up or uh their faith is secondary mm. they want to experiment with everything whereas every place else is like they're solid in it they embrace it they put it out loud it's not an issue you think it's because of the privilege in this country like you know united states is supposed to be the most one of the most developed countries in the world and maybe you know the ability to become obsessed and a, and addicted to basically whatever out there you know and not have to you know it leaves less bandwidth for a relationship with god if you, if you don't prioritize it you know what i'm saying yeah i'm realizing they see they see the u.s kind of like a shiny brand new penny and realistically it is in the larger scheme of things like you go to these other countries these these countries are old and you can see it. They're well-developed. Uh, and when you come back to the U.S., you're like, wow, you don't realize just how young it is until you come back. So yep. we're the new kid on the block. Wow. The new kid on the block with these shiny new ideas and everybody's trying to come here for a sense of freedom since that's what it's supposed to be told. Wow. U.S. has all this freedom. But... Right, we still it figuring really it is out. like the Sodom and Gomorrah of the whole thing. Like... We're the bad. We're the bad kid. <laughs> we're trash in comparison to every place else. What's crazy is we're supposed to be declared the leader of the free world. And well, so that's that's what makes us so so. You know, to our defense, we got a lot of free thinkers. A lot of countries, you have to practice certain religions. Right here, here you open to be. You know, it's your choice. You know what right. I mean? The democracy here. And not it's the yeah, it's exactly. And so, you know, that goes into play a little bit. I want to give us a little slack on that, you know. Right, for sure. But I, I mean, you just, 
you would never let a baby or the new penny lead the way. You know what I'm saying? And right. that's why it's uh it's uh interesting to hear that perspective. Interesting. You know what I'm saying? Like yep. because you know, you hear places like Asia, you hear about their technology is more advanced than ours. So what exactly are we more advanced in other than our ability to free think and free, you know, right, you know, uh freedom of speech, you know, freedom to bear arms and you well, know, freedom of religion, that uh, that that kind of stuff. Is is so, it that that we're more developed in? Well, and then we take the best of the of the, the the best of the best from each country, and we let them in. Or we bring them over, whether it be because right. of wood or sports or whatever it is. We're a melting pot, so we get in. You know what I mean? Like we yeah. really don't have an identity in that way. Just America is all of these people from all these countries. That you know. Anyway. Yep. So BK and all your traveling in this time, uh, since our last episode. What's been the biggest challenge? What's been the you know what's been the biggest challenge for you? Biggest challenge, honestly, is wanting to come back home. Mm. Home wow. meaning to the U.S. Mm. It's like I want to see more. I want to know more because I feel like I've been hoodwinked in a sense. Mm. Like. It's refreshing to go someplace and have people stand on their faith mm. and be okay with it. Like to be open about it and it not be an argument per se. It's like, oh, Christian, you Catholic. Oh, it's Sunday. No, I got to go to church this morning. Like even if they're out there doing bad, they know on Sunday I'm going to church. You know, somebody says a, a good word um, to them. They follow it up. Amen. Like openly. So you went to church okay. while you were out there. What's that? You went to church while you were while you were out there in one of the countries. No, I did oh. not. So I my, did not. I guess what did you see that shows you that they wore their faith on their sleeve like that? Like what did you see? What were the signs? What you know? What did you pick up on specifically? Well, one would be the Jewish star. Or the Christian cross, or wearing of prayer beads, uh, how they greeted each other and departed each other when they would say things. It was more in what they said than idols of any sort. Mm. Yeah, there were some religions that had idols or whatnot, but for the most part, it was like they were separated by not even separated it was almost like it was self-segregation based upon your religion so you develop community but mm. you had no problem dealing with somebody else when it came to commerce that was in a different religion yeah you was there you was out there that long enough to pick up on that yeah for me it was really was eye-opening initially this was france yes in paris mm. Okay. Mm. Wow. And it's, it's crazy. When you think Paris and France, you think romance. You know, I think art yes. and romance. Yeah, art and romance. Yeah. Not that. necessarily, um, you know, Christianity or any religion. It's definitely romantic just because of the architecture. Like everything took time for them to build and just mm. the detail they took in architecture. 
and it really gave you a presence of this place is old. Like majority of the streets were cobblestone, but the cobblestone was still in good condition. The place was clean, which was surprising, but you could tell it was old and they did not destroy old structures to make new living. It wasn't like, well, let's tear down and redevelop. It's like, okay, well, if we're going to redevelop something, we're going to call it a different district and we'll move it away from old Paris. So now you got financial district, which looked dirty to me because it looked like the U.S. It was just high rises and skyscrapers and just cold, whereas everything else, it was like, this is this is old. This has been lived in. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Yeah, man. So, hey, yo, this guy made dirt. We back at it. This is the catch up episode where we get ready to do what it is we got to do to make the greatest show we can for you guys. The objective is to get you behind the curtain of religion so that we can talk about some of the real stuff. Uh, we're we're everyday believers. We make mistakes. Uh, we're from the dirt. He made it. What's up? What's up, Lito? What's next? Where we at? Yeah. So that's that's speaking of. You know, and I'm gonna ask both of y'all this. I'll answer this as well. Um, but you, Tarmel, what is God made dirt? What does that mean to you specifically? Yeah, so I so first of all, we're from the dirt, right? We made of it. Um, from the dirt we came to the dirt we shall return, right? Flesh. Um, it's where he designed us, it's his canvas, it's 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 also the dark spots. You get what I'm saying? That that we have in our lives, it's the dirt. It's the stuff that we want to hide or get rid of. But we, but the truth is, we never can because it's what gives us character. It's what makes us us. And so, to me, this is a play on it's the double entendre, if you will. It's the opportunity to take the weaknesses and and make them our strengths and not let them be. Hopefully, we. I, I hope what people get from this is that they don't let their dirt make them prisoners. I don't want us, because we all have it. So hopefully through this show, there's freedom, there's laughter. And, I, you know, to me, that's what God made dirt is. For sure. That's dope. What about you, BK? What does God made dirt? What does that mean to you? To me, it's almost literal and figurative at the same time. It's like he made the dirt that you go through in life, the muck, the challenges, anything that you would consider a sin that you would wear as even a robe of sorts. He made that to make you better. Hmm. He didn't want you to just lie around in the filth, but don't be ashamed of it because it's supposed to mold you into where you're supposed to be and mm -hmm. who you're supposed to be because he had a purpose for everything, no matter how dirty it is. Right. So no, don't no, be ashamed. Marcel B, the MC, what does it mean to you, bro? Man, y'all gave such great answers. It's hard to follow those. Um, so I just try to think of something as y'all talk while I actively listen. <laughs> but um, so you think about it as a kid when you go outside and play in the dirt, right? Um, after you play with the dirt, your hands are covered in it, right? So you think about God's hands going down to form us in the clay, in the dirt. Yeah, he had to have dirt on his hands after he did that. And to me, that was a foreshadow of, hey, no matter how much dirt you have, my hands are always on it. Mm. That same dirt that's on you, 
It's on me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I truly think that he, he sets priority to be involved in our mess than our triumphs and our uh, accolades and our, our, you know, our goals that we accomplish. I think he thrives in our mess in our dirt, right? Because when we say God made dirt, dirt is us. God made us. So that's what essentially God made dirt means. It, it means he made us. He hmm. made us. Wow. Right? wow. And so, you know, he's he'll constantly keep his hands in the dirt constantly. Hmm. And so if you could learn to just get a new perspective on your failures, your mistakes, your your pride, all this stuff that you feel is dragging you down. And isn't that ironic that the dirt is low to the ground and whenever you're held back is dragging you down, right? And it's perspective, right? If you can just get new perspective on your own dirt, then we know that this show is simply doing this job. But that's what God made dirt is to us, man. You know? Yeah, that's live. Now, I'm gonna ask y'all for confessions. Before okay. we let the, before we let him go for the night, you know, we, sure. we promise to keep this one short, straight to the point. Yep. So, I, I want to know a low point in your faith or spiritually for you um, uh, this month. We at the end of the month now. We head into December. Um, when when was when when was your faith tested, or what was a tough moment that you had to get through this month? Can anybody recall one? <laughs> yep. I'll I'll go BK and I'll let go you ahead. go and I'll be brief. So um, transparent, man, this shows about transparency. My marriage has faced some challenges, you know, it's faced some serious challenges and was ironic or crazy about it is I have a faith confession from Apostle Ivy Hilliard that I said every day about my marriage for about 90 days straight, right? And it was declaring, I'm talking about greatness over my marriage. I even exactly. sowed a seed for marriage favor. And I feel like in the day after I sowed this seed for marriage favor, it exploded. You know, it was a heart wrenching uh, back and forth with my wife and I. Right. <laughs> so you almost feel like you invited the mess on with your mouth, right? We always talk about authority and what we say, life and death and the power of the tongue. Well, what did I bring on when I was saying that every day? That's that's what goes through your mind. Like, dang, did I invite this in? You know, that, you know, because sometimes you want to just, sometimes you want to just coast through life with that's, that's normal it. challenges, you know? That's, you know, yeah. you want to coast, you don't want to, hey, right now I don't really want to be, I don't really want no big tasks, right? No big, you know, challenges no big, right like, now. No real yeah. scrap. Yeah, I don't want no real scrap. I don't want a real smoke right now. You know no, what I'm saying? Not no right smoke. now. But I felt like it was like, man, I, I must have invited this on, you know? And so it's it was a, you know, you, you find yourself deciding or faced with the decision of, did I cause this for a bad reason? Or did I really bring, like, did it, you know, like exfoliant? You know, you think about exfoliant on the skin, it has those bees in them. As you rub on it, that don't feel good. But it's getting that dead skin and shaking that loose. So um, that was mine. You know, that was definitely the most challenging. And, you know, God is navigating us through it, you know, honestly, no even doubt. after that. Thanks for sharing that one, bro. I know sure. that one was, was personal. For sure. BK? Whew. I'm not. 
I'm like, let me pick and choose. Mm. I have a, a a bucket of things, um, but mm. I'd have to say the most recent that's been on my my mind is, you know, as you guys know, I turned forty this year. Yeah, yeah. I'm single. I don't <laughs> have any children. They're ready to make. Um, <laughs> this has been the one thing since I was a child that I always wanted. It wasn't to be a doctor, a lawyer, like whatever I I knew I was going to do as a profession, I was going to do well. Mm. But what I wanted was to be a wife and a mom. Mm. So at reaching 40, I'm like, what am I supposed to do? How is this supposed to look like? What can what can I do? I'm fixing and improving on my life continuously. What more do you want from me? Mm. Like, is it that I'm not thin enough? Am I not tall enough? Am I not? Did I do my hair wrong by going the route of having sister locks. Like, should I cover my gray, even though, you know, I'm getting older now, I should probably be embracing it, all these things. And I'm just like, what more do you want from me? Wow. And wow. then I started dating this, this guy who's younger than me and start realizing it felt familiar. It mm. felt like my first college boyfriend. And even though at that time I wasn't ready for what it was that he was giving me, it was like, okay, well, are you going to self-sabotage something that God could be bringing back around to you today? Because that's what you want, what that man was showing you, but just today. Hmm. So are you going to self-sabotage that because what, this guy's not tall enough? He doesn't make enough money. Like he's not ringing all those boxes. So it's like, am I getting in my own way? Hmm. Or if he's telling me this is not it yet. And so I have had to reach a point within myself that's like, you know what? If it never happens with you, will you be okay with it? Hmm. If none wow. of the one thing that you wanted for yourself, will you be okay with it? Because wow. God's working a greater deed in you. But I know if he's supposed to give you the desires of your heart, and this is the one thing you've desired since a child and it has not wavered. It will happen, but at his time. Trust right. the process that he has for your life. And it's like I have to continuously tell myself that and not to rush to decisions because when I rush and do things for me, I find out God had other plans and I'm constantly delaying my progression in life. And I don't want to do any more delays because reality is time is not in my favor. So mm. I have to get out of my own way and that's wow. the hard part because I'm like, Holy Spirit, I need you to show me how to do this. Because if I didn't know I was in my way before, how am I supposed to know if I'm in my way now? Mm. What am I supposed to do? So right. I start to call out for him. Man, what Abraham was how old when he finally got that first one? You know? Um, I don't so, know. Was it like 200? I don't know. I could be wrong. Yeah, but you know, basically, man, like, like that's what I heard when you said it'll still happen in God's timing. You know, I think forty is real. You know, I'll be forty in a few weeks, and it's getting real. Yeah. Um, but I think we 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 tell ourselves that forty is high. You know, that's forty is almost the end when it's not even halfway. You know. True. Um, so. It's about perspective, man. But I'm definitely I'm in agreement. Um, Me too. For Me you, too. for you to get you the desires it. of your heart, BK, for sure. Because that's mm -hmm. a that's a real moment to have to decide 
you know, to have to decide and say, well, if it never happens, can you deal with that? Like that's that's real. That's that's real as you yeah. get. What about you, Tarmel, man? That was that's tough. Yeah, that was that's a tough act to follow, man. And I wish you I wish you the best on that one. And I and I also appreciate the transparency there. For I sure. mean, he's just, this is a, this is God made dirt, people. This is it. This this is the conversation that we need to be having with each other and sharing these emotions because we all feel the you know the same way at, at, at some point. You know what I mean? Like like for me, now that I'll be honest, one of the things that turned me off in the past was church hurt mm. and the way it happened was i gave myself to to the media ministry i'm a media guy um 110 um just so that uh things didn't go the way you know it, it didn't go in my favor in the end and it burnt me really bad it got really got really close to a pastor and it kind of um it burnt me in a certain way it turned me off a lot and wow. so i never really wanted to serve in ministry again um in that capacity right and so um, it, it's crazy because now that we have the studio and have the resources to give immediately, I want to give back to the church. Hmm. And so now I'm dealing with that whole thing again. And it's like, you know, you're sitting with pastors and you're listening to them and you know, sometimes they got to sell you. They right. got to market. They got to get right, what they need out of you just to, you know what I mean? They're trying to yeah. get it. And I'm sitting there and I'm fighting it like, man, I know you selling me right you know what i'm saying because <laughs> i've been burnt bro right right, you, right. Feel, you know what i mean like i'd rather you just keep it a buck than try to sell me to you know i've been there already bro like right. you know i'm a 20-year vet in the game what are you doing here right and so right. uh it's, you know spiritually that's that's probably one of my biggest challenges right now is because i got to stay in the servant posture and i know why we're doing it but you know church folks the ones just want to get over the most bro and it's it really bothers me man <laughs> <laughs> man well, you know we definitely appreciate that transparency <laughs> as well man because trust me <laughs> nobody wants to be man i don't know what it is man why it feels worse to get got by the church than it does some cat oh, on the man. street you know what i'm I saying know. i don't know why like, because your defenses feels... are down yeah yeah my and it's crazy my pastor spoke on church hurt this past sunday and he said, exactly like, like you said, your defenses are down. So you feel like it should never come from that direction. Mm -hmm. You know, you know, you you dare to be vulnerable and you feel like you protect it. And, and when somebody um, offends you in such a way, especially a church, you know, it's so you feel so blindsided that it can really sting, man. That's that's crazy. But like I said, man, I'm in a, I'm in agreement that you stay steadfast, bro. Um, because yeah. you're being used, it's obvious, you know what I'm saying? You're being used in the, in the right way, uh, kingdom purpose, and um, uh, it's, it's gonna be super dope, man. Uh, but man, like, like we promised the people we weren't gonna take a lot of their time, so let's um, do it, let's get out of here. Be on the lookout for so much more, uh, with God made dirt. Shout out to Money Mike, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to Money Mike, yeah, he gonna be, he, he gonna, yeah, he gonna be, he gonna be tapping in too, moving forward. Y'all can see y'all gonna see us on a regular basis moving forward. We promise. No, you know no, what I'm saying? No, it's going down. Make sure y'all hit up uh at Merlot Shades on Instagram at Ambassador Studios, man. Ambassador Studios, that's the new home. But of course, shout out to Nice Media for show because that's family, man. Shout out to Peaches, shout out to Pastor B. Pastor B. Hopefully, hopefully, Pastor B be pulling up on us as well. For sure, um, for sure. You know, yep. so we can tap in with the studio over there as well. So 
Yep, we're going to dive into some things. And, man, before we get out of here, I just want to lead the people with something, man, because it hit my heart, and I just wanted to share this. So I got a song on the album, another shameless plug, called The Process, right? And um, I just wanted to share some of the lyrics, man, because I hope it, it, it provides some hope for somebody out there. But check it out. I say, it ain't really about what happened. It ain't really about the past. The penalty is wasted time hoping it will last. I'm disappointed holding back tears. I just laugh. I'm hoping for a word to illuminate the path. I'm confused on the purpose of the pain. What's the logic of God seen it come and tell me why he didn't stop it like a wall to the rocket. 2020 was shocking. Storm still brewing. Boat still rocking. My mama lost a close friend to COVID. I just held her. I couldn't find the words or a scripture I could tell her. Her cries in the silence was the worst acapella. When your people gone, ain't no vaccine to make it better. Yeah, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. It's hard to feel no evil with no family left. And when tragedy hits and a casualty stack, pray send us our reality back. I wish I could take the pain away. If we can make it through the night, there's a brighter day. Everything could be right if you hold on. It's a struggle every day. You got to roll on. So roll on. I wish I could take the pain away. If we can make it through the night, there's a brighter day. Everything could be right if you hold on. It's a struggle every day. You got to roll on. So roll on. GMD, it's all it's on, on us. us. I know. I know.